Hello, and welcome back to the Paranormal Stranger Things podcast, The Hunt. I'm Temperance Dawn. I'm an author and paranormal investigator, and in this special brand new series on the PST podcast, I'll be delving into everything involved in paranormal investigating and ghost hunting. We'll be exploring the ins and outs and how-tos of what paranormal investigating is and how to conduct them. I don't claim to be an expert. I am a passionate enthusiast, and despite my experiences, I remain a skeptical believer. I approach each piece of evidence critically and scientifically to avoid any false labels to evidence that could be explainable. I believe that we should never stop learning, and we should always keep an open mind while holding on to the belief that there are things in our world that are beyond our current knowledge of physics. This is a series meant to explore our fascination with the paranormal in a healthy and safe way. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Now, let's get on to the show. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to have all of you here um, in going down this new adventure, this new series uh, part of the PST podcast. I've titled it The Hunt. Um, many of you know, or I guess some of you know that um, I am now a paranormal investigator, have been uh, going on six months now. Um, it's been exciting. I've learned so much. It's been a dream come true, a lifelong dream of mine. And I am just really excited to be going down this journey and learning and investigating, um, exploring, but also being able, being given the opportunity to view the evidence that I've caught with my paranormal team and really be able to debunk things and learn how to properly debunk things. And hey, if something can't be debunked, okay, then what is it? And just being able to be around people who have the same mindset as I do and enjoy just all of the kind of philosophical thinking. And um, yeah, it's just, it's been, it's been great. So since I have joined my paranormal group, I have been wanting to bring something like this to you guys. Um, It's been a few months in the making, thinking daily, outlining, and figuring out all the details of how how I was going to bring this series to you guys. And um, I am finally ready to launch it. I am very excited. Now, like I said in my intro, um, this is a series meant to explore our fascination with the paranormal in a safe and healthy way. So in this series, I'm going to be talking a lot about um, what you should not do if you are thinking or if you are already in paranormal investigating or ghost hunting. There are certain things that you just should not do. Um, And there are certain um, procedures that you must take um, when you are wanting to investigate a location. So we're going to be talking a lot about that, but we're also going to be talking about the ins and outs, how to work equipment, um, what types of equipment to use in certain situations and things like that. Now, if you're new to the PST podcast, let me take a minute and introduce myself. Hello, I'm Temperance Dawn. I'm a fictional paranormal romance author. Um, I'm also, as I said before, I am a paranormal investigator. Uh, the paranormal is a 
passion of mine. I've been an enthusiast since I was a young child. Um, and when I was a teenager, I had my very first paranormal experience and that changed my life forever. And it's what has driven me to, um, it's what's driven me down my life's path and um, gotten me to where I am at this point in my life. This episode is going to talk about why is the paranormal so alluring to us? I think a lot of us answer or a lot of us ask that question all the time, um, but I don't hear too many people actually like diving deep and actually exploring that concept. So I thought I would take the opportunity and do that with you guys today. Why is the paranormal so alluring to us? Now, most people will agree that the concept of the paranormal is absolutely fascinating. Whether you're one of those people who actively seeks out unexplained phenomena, whether it be passively through a TV show, or maybe you're listening to podcasts or reading, or maybe you're actively doing it. Maybe you are looking into or you're already part of a paranormal investigations group or you're a ghost hunter. There's a reason why the paranormal field is so interesting. It's all embedded in our human DNA. We need to seek out and find the truth. Almost every species on this planet will investigate a situation that it encounters, usually very cautiously, but it's a form of survival for us. What is lurking beyond that tree line? What is staring at me from over my shoulder or staring at me while I sleep? What are those footsteps following me? Is it safe to go into the woods? Well, in order to keep our tribe, our community safe back in the day, we needed to investigate and figure these things out. So you see, our natural instincts have carried on and human beings being the deep thinkers that we are, we want to solve all the mysteries that we encounter. We want to know everything, and the fact that we have not yet been able to prove or disprove that there is another world, another dimension beyond our physical one that we know, that only drives us harder to solve the mysteries of the world. We need explanations, and we'll do what we can to unravel this tangled web of a world we live in, even if it means walking into a dark, eerie place we know might be dangerous. Now, to briefly touch on what the paranormal is, we've all heard the term, we've seen the TV shows, and these days we hear the word everywhere. The word paranormal is defined in the Webster Dictionary as not scientifically explainable, it's supernatural. Oxford defines it as event or paranormal such as telekinesis or clairvoyance that are beyond the scope of normal scientific understanding. Okay, this all just means any experience that we cannot explain using our current understanding of our physical world, period. Now, a lot of people will automatically think of ghosts and spirits um, when they hear the word paranormal, but it actually encompasses all things unexplainable, all unexplainable experiences. So your UFO sightings, Bigfoot, Skunk Ape, Mothman, Slenderman, Yeti, the Loch Ness Monster, the Bermuda Triangle, Portals, all of these sightings and phenomena, they all fall under the umbrella of paranormal because we cannot explain them. Getting back to why we are attracted to exploring the supernatural. Number one reason is we want validation. Okay. We experience something we can't explain. We do one of two things. 
many will never talk about it. Uh, or we might stay quiet for years until we feel safe to come forward. I've actually just interviewed somebody very recently um, whose story is going to come to PST soon. Um, and this person has stayed quiet for over 30 years. And finally, after they found out what kind of work I do, they asked me if they could tell their story while remaining 100% anonymous. And I said, absolutely, of course. Um, so that story is actually going to be coming to PST with me and Piper Kennedy uh, very, very soon. But a lot of times you will run into people who they either never say anything, they take it to their grave, or they wait decades, years before opening up. And then there are those who just don't care what anyone thinks. They know what they saw or what they felt, and they are going to find others who can relate to their experiences and get to the bottom of it. And then there are the select few who have that explorer bug, and they'll go out and they'll try to capture what they and others have seen. It's all in the name of science and validation. We want to prove that these things do happen. They do exist. Are many experiences explainable? Yes. Absolutely. I think far too often we actually automatically jump to a supernatural reason. Um, I'm thinking of a couple of popular TV shows <laughs> at the moment as I say this. Now, of course, for TV, there's a certain amount of embellishment that is necessary because the whole point in TV is to gain those views and ratings. Okay, we understand that. It's entertainment. It's supposed to be fun. Ask any paranormal investigator, however, and we'll tell you that doing an investigation is very boring. I didn't fully believe it until I started to work in this field. And it is boring, to th say the least. It can be, at least. Um, I'd say about 90% of the time, from my experience so far, you're getting really, you're not really getting anything. Um, and you're constantly thinking of what area of the location to go to next and what else you can try in order to get a response. And let's face it, no one wants to watch a TV show where the paranormal investigators are just sitting around and nothing's happening. So I can see the need for embellishing things for the viewers. However, as viewers, it's very important to remember this. The TV shows are for entertainment. Yes, I do believe that the stars of these shows do encounter true paranormal phenomena. But again, the goal of these shows is to entertain and to get viewership. That's the whole point of TV. That's why we watch the shows. We get to watch in a safe environment while feeding our curiosity. I do believe that many of us are also watching these shows because we're eager to see if these paranormal investigators are going to counter things that we've encountered. Again, going back to that validation. Are they experiencing what I experienced? Did they see what I saw? This is all about validation because if somebody else can say, yes, this happened, then okay, I'm not going crazy. This really did happen to me too. Now, speaking of curiosity, let's talk a little bit about the dangers of investigating. Now, we have two groups of seekers in the paranormal field. We have your ghost hunters and we have paranormal investigators. What's the difference? 
Well, in short, ghost hunters focus on more of the thrill of finding and capturing a spirit or a ghost, whereas paranormal investigators focus more on the research to try and decipher what or who could be haunting a location. They also rely heavily on scientific data. For more information on the difference between these, I did write a whole blog post, and that is posted over on the Paranormal Stranger Things blog, and I will leave a link to that down in the show notes. I will in the future be exploring these topics much more in depth, but I just wanted to touch on them a little bit for you here today. Um, Number one thing to keep in mind is that abandoned places can be and often are very dangerous for many reasons. Okay. A lot of these places tend to be out in the middle of nowhere. A lot of these places in the middle of nowhere are not going to have cell phone reception. So if you run into trouble, you need to be aware that you're not going to be able to get to help right away. So it's not a good idea to just call up your friends and say, Hey, I'm heading to such and such place. Meet me there at such and such time. And let's go do this really not a good idea. You need to have a plan. Okay. You need to make sure people know where you are, but more importantly, you need to make sure you have permission to be there. Entering abandoned places is not a smart way to just go out and start investigating. A lot of times we might think a place is abandoned, but it still does have an owner. Okay. So technically you'll be trespassing. Um, if you do come across a place that you don't know, um, if it truly is abandoned or not, the best thing to do is to contact the county, try and find out who owns the property. If you still can't find an owner, make sure you contact the local authorities so that they know you're going to be there. It's not a good idea to go out into the woods, into an abandoned shack, and you start investigating and somebody happens to see you and then they call the cops on you. Okay? Not a good idea. So please always make sure you have the proper permission to be in a place. Also, I've seen some posts of people going to places by themselves. Now, if you've been paranormal investigating or ghost hunting for a long time, you're probably, it's probably a little bit safer for you. However, I still don't recommend doing it by yourself. There's a couple reasons. Number one, if you are new to paranormal investigating and you, have, first of all, you've never experienced paranormal phenomena, or maybe you've only experienced it a couple times, um, but you were in a more familiar place, you don't know how your body is going to react, okay? For me, the first time I experienced something, I literally froze in place. Now, I was in my home. I was in a familiar place, but I was literally frozen. I could not move. Um, That was incredibly scary. It was a little bit more scary than actually witnessing what I was seeing because my in my mind, I'm screaming, I got to get out of here, but I just couldn't make my legs move. Okay. So you never know how your body is going to react. You might encounter something that frightens you so much that you can't get out of the place. Okay. And you don't want that to happen. So don't go into a place alone ever. Number two. Now, look, I know we've seen 
these shows and they like to do this. But again, it's for the sake of the show. Um, but going on investigations and being responsible means you're not going to purposely provoke the spirits that might be there. Okay. Now I want you to think about this for a second. Spirits were once people too. Okay. And how would you feel if somebody came into your place of residence and just started talking crap to you and was incredibly disrespectful? You would get pissed off as well. So going in to purposely provoke spirits is not a good idea. You also have absolutely no idea what those people were like in life. And a lot of people tend to think that just because spirits have passed on, they're different. No, their personality stays with them. So whatever they were like in life, they're going to be that way in death as well. So you really need to be respectful and you need to be careful. And finally, the last topic I want to touch on real briefly um, in today's episode is it is really important to be honest. Okay, I see so many posts every single day about just people posting random photos. And it's one of two things. One, they're looking for somebody or for people to just come up with stuff. Um, Or they're just trying to somehow get engagement. And that's really not responsible. Okay. We need to be honest. We need to not mislead our audience. Okay. It's much better to label a piece of evidence as inconclusive than jumping and saying, yes, it's a ghost. All right. Look, the paranormal field already carries a reputation of being misleading. We are considered a pseudoscience. So by misleading the public, we are doing ourselves a huge disservice to the field And we're actually hindering our advancement for further research. After all, our whole reason for doing this work should be to contribute to the science and documentation to aid those who are in need of help, period. Reputation is everything, you guys. We need, as a paranormal community, to build trust among the general public who come to us seeking help and advice. And the scientific community who relies on us to provide true and professional scientific data, okay? So if you capture a piece of evidence, I encourage you to really scrutinize it, okay? Is it really a piece of furniture that's just out of focus? I can't tell you how many photos I've seen floating around social media and they're telling people, look, it's a hooded figure in the background, okay? And in actuality, all it is is a piece of furniture. I'll share a story with you guys real quick. Recently, I was on an investigation with my team and we were going around the house and we were collecting evidence and we were taking photos. And one of the things that we really do like to do is we like to take photos um, in things that are reflective. So in windows, in glass, in mirrors. And so one of our um, team members was doing that. And We've caught some really amazing evidence doing this, and we thought we caught a really phenomenal piece of evidence this time. And it took us, I'm not going to lie to you guys, it took us almost an entire week to debunk this piece of evidence. And let me tell you, 
So in the photo was the team member and in the background behind him, he was taking the photo in a mirror, but behind him was a figure. Okay. And we're like, okay, this has to be a true, a, a real paranormal piece of evidence. We tried to debunk it. We all went to the same year. We were snapping photos in different positions. We had people standing behind us in the, about the same spot where we saw this supposed apparition. Um, we couldn't repeat it, but we just had this feeling that let's just, before we share it with the public, let's just look at it closer. Let's take some more time. So that's what we did. So one of our other team members went ahead and um, started going through video footage and saw that there was another person in the room at that time. And it was caught on one camera, but not on another camera that this second person was in the room. And so we're like, okay, could this just be some motion blur? And what we did was we blew up the both photos um, taken from our um, video cameras and the actual photograph that was taken. And we blew them up so they were about the same size. And we were able to match that. Yes, it was an actual living person. It was motion blur. We were able to match this person's height to the door frame, and um, concluded that this was just motion blur. Now, what made it really interesting was that the shirt that this person was wearing with the motion blur and everything really made it look like it was like a Civil War soldier. And so we were like, okay, but none of us are wearing clothes that look like that. Um, The hair seemed really different. It just, you know, when you, when it comes to motion blur in a photo, you just never know what's going to happen, especially if you're using a flash in a reflective on a reflective surface. So we were able to conclude that it was not an apparition that um, that we caught. But going back, let me tell you guys, we were so excited. We wanted this piece of evidence to be a real apparition. We wanted it so bad but we had to stay grounded. We had to remain in that mindset of, okay, we have to look at absolutely every possible scenario and explanation. And if we can't debunk any of those, then yes, then it is a true piece of evidence. But if there is an explanation for it, then we're going to have to come forward and say, okay, actually, this is not an apparition in this photo. And as heartbreaking as it is sometimes, because you want so badly to capture these pieces of evidence, especially when you're going to a place where you've been before and you've caught phenomenal evidence. This was a place where my team, this was prior to me joining them, but um, this was a place where the team had captured a true apparition in the past. Um, actually a couple of them. So it was going to be super exciting if we could say, oh my gosh, we caught another one, guys. But unfortunately, it wasn't this time. So it's so important to remain professional. Always take a moment and really look at everything. And if you need to take up extra time, please take that extra time. Don't mislead your audience by saying, oh yeah, this is true evidence. Because once you put it out there as yes, it's true evidence and you come back later and you're like, oops, actually the damage is already done. It's already out there and you're not going to be able to reach 
all those original people that you reached in the first place. Okay, that's just how social media is and algorithms and all of that. So you need to really be careful. I want to thank all of you for joining me today on this first episode of PST The Hunt. I hope you had a wonderful time. I would love to know more of your paranormal experiences. If you would like to share and contribute a story to PST Storytime that I do with Piper Kennedy, or if you have any questions about paranormal investigating, you can email PST at paranormalstrangerthings at gmail.com. That link will be down below in the show notes for you. We would love to hear from you. I'll be back soon with Storytime with Piper Kennedy and more episodes on PST The Hunt. Don't forget to follow us on all social media. Those links will be down below in the show notes. Thank you all for tuning in today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're interested in supporting us further and helping us continue what we do here, please consider heading over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash PST podcast, where you can make a one-time donation. That link will be down below in the show notes. And of course, subscribing to our podcast, leaving a review, and sharing it with your friends is a great way to show your support. Be sure to check back soon for more episodes. And until next time, stay spooky.